It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage. Take me out to the podcast. Take me down to the ring. Buy me some peanuts and cold craft beers. I don't care if anyone jeers because it's root. Root, root for the can crushers. If they don't drink, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three drops, you're out on can crusher day. Spur of the moment, bringing nothing to the table, throwing this right at you right now. It's almost like you knew yesterday was the All-Star Game. Actually, I did know yesterday was the All-Star Game because I worked with a zombie for the first half of the day. Mark, are you okay? Okay, I stay up till about 12.30 watching the All-Star Game. pretty tired. I was pretty tired, but this is Can Crushers, where two everyday garbage men talk about beer. No, talk about... Wrestling. Well, we talk a little about beer too. And drink beers. Drink beers. Same old beers. Same old place. Same old podcast. Summer. Peter Straub. Summer splash on my end. Mark's got a shock top. Ruby fresh grapefruit. This is much needed. Cause it's hot out today. It's not, not as hot as the All Star game though, huh, Marcus? It was a great game. It was probably one of the best in a long time. But prior to that, the home run derby. If you didn't watch that, ESPN's going to show it. Until next year, because it was so damn good. It was what? It was a shootout, wasn't it? Well, it, the best was the semifinals. Vlad Guerrero and Jock Peterson combined. They had like eighty some home runs in that round. Wow. Vlad Guerrero himself had ninety one for the night. Woo! That's more home runs than the Tigers have right now, and like two other teams. But since I'm a Tigers fan, I know they suck so bad. Um, but they're not bringing straight heat the whole time. They're they're kind of lobbing them in there, aren't they? Yeah, they're supposed to be. Ah. You know, they move in a little bit. They have their favorite pitching coach, dad, grandpa, uncle, aunt, whoever, throwing pitches to them right in their meat house. Whoa. Wheelhouse. Meat house. That's gross. You are gross. So, a lot of wrestling going on this weekend. This weekend is hot for wrestling. It's like every promoter... In the area and farther known says, hey, July 13th, let's have a show. Let's wrestle. From WWE doing Evolve to AEW to IWC to MCW to anything here and far between. Right. And it's going, I mean, there's a lot of great cards. Yeah. There's a and there'll lot. And a lot of great wrestling. And there's a lot that we're going to cover. You know where you can find out if there's wrestling in your area, Mark? Where, Paul? WrestlePost app. Just get this out of the way real quick. Damn it. It's like we're getting paid by them. I know. And we're not. And we're not. We need to be because WrestlePost app's more uh, brought up on this than Bobby Lashley. Oh, poor Bob. Right? Made quick work of Ray Mysterio over the weekend, or over on Monday night, didn't he? Yeah. Well, Welcome good, back, Ray. Good thing Ray's back. Um, I don't know where you want to start. Uh, I should let you dictate where we're going to go today. Um, we crowned our champion. We never, we didn't go over that. We did Miss Elizabeth one night. I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, our uh, Can Crushers Stand by Your Man tournament and Miss Elizabeth had stunt 
stood by Macho Man forever. And ever. And ever. Amen. Through the good times, the bad times, the NWO times. The sick and the healthy. The rap times. Man, those were some good raps, though. So we have a few things in the hopper. About the next tournament, maybe in a couple weeks or so. I I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. But we gotta wait for Mark to get a new phone because his Facebook doesn't app doesn't update anymore. And Mark's sad about it. I am. My my phone is. This is knowledge from the little can crusher. So everybody that you know of that was alive during Save by the Bell years, that's the kind of phone Mark has right now. It comes in a bag. It's not a There's BlackBerry. A it's not it. a BlackBerry. They didn't have Blackberries then either. It was that thick, remember, it was almost like a real phone, like a cordless phone. Well, it is a real phone, Paul, because you make phone calls. I didn't buy it at, like, the Dollar General or Murphy's. Jog on, you know what I meant. But, uh, yeah, I found out Ethan's birthday, my phone will no longer get updates, so I need a new Apple phone. So, I just don't like the big phones. I don't like how big they are. I like them in my pocket. I don't want to have to have an attache case I to have, carry. You have I bigger, have my phone in my pocket. You have bigger pockets. Oh, you're saying bigger, I you got have bigger pants. I got bigger pants. Right. Bigger pants to wear, bud. Bigger right. pants to wear. So, I, I really, I really don't. Let's just go right to AEW. Right to AEW. Huge show again this week. It's Fight for the Fallen. And... I'm not going to give you the card because I've posted it six times on the Facebook page already. And I'll post it one more time Saturday to remind you, hey, at 8.30 on your Amazon stick on Bleacher Report, on however you can watch Bleacher Report live, you can watch it. Yeah. But the match I'm looking forward to and I really want to spend a minute on is the Young Bucks are going to face Cody and Dustin. This is two different types of styles. You see the Young Bucks because they're against the Lucha Brothers for the last year. And they're both high flyers. Flips and kicks. Flips and kicks? Was it... What is... Uh, no. No flips, just fists. Yeah. This so this violent. is no fists, just flips. Well, I don't think it's going to go that way. I think that you're going to see the Young Bucks have to wrestle a Cody and Dustin match. And I think you're going to see what they can actually do. Because you have veterans like Dustin Rhodes, who is, he's going to slow them down. He's been in this dance before, many of times. He, he has. So he'll know how to dictate that match. And it was good on Cody's part to ask Dustin to be his partner. Miggs even thinks so too. Right, I, I agree. I'm, I'm pulling up the card because it's just... I thought you weren't going over the card. Well, we're gonna talk. Now we're going over the card. We're not gonna go over the card. There's some other matches on there that you know people should know about, like Brandy Allie's getting her first ta- talk. Wow, let me take another drink. Allie's getting her first action is the word in AEW coming from Impact against Brandy. Against Brandy, so that should be good. Um, the one match I do want to talk about. You is- just said the one match you wanted to talk about was the Young Bucks and. Dustin Rhodes and Cody Lynn. Another Cody one. Rhodes. Another match. And now you there's so there's two. There's, there's a couple three. Ma- there was there's three a matches. couple matches that you want to talk about. Right, right, right. Uh, Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen against MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara. Oh, Joey Janela's done fighting Enzo Amore in a party Thank line. you. Thank you. Saw that. Yeah. I just saw it twenty minutes ago as we were getting ready to punch out, and I'm like. 
what? And I'm not saying anything, Joey. Good, bad. He's called the bad guy. Enzo's just a douche. Enzo is a douche. I've seen Enzo in tons of stuff, and that's the kind of guy you want to punch in the face. I definitely want to punch him in the face. I don't understand how MJF and Sean Spears are tagged together after Sean just took out Cody at the last one. You know, I I don't. It, it's setting up that MJF or Sean Spears is going to turn on them. I I would have to think in this six man match. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't they? I mean, but they're both bad right now. MJF's not going to be good. He speaks his mind too much. He's dastardly, which we didn't have last week, so we got dastardly in. Um, he's just a dastardly type of guy. That yeah yeah. There you go. You hear it straight from Mark's mouth. So we'll have that coverage next week as well. As well as a ton of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, Sunday we're actually just going to... Pat and I are going to go over MCW, so it's not making this one a four-hour Wednesday podcast. Right. I'm sure everybody loves four-hour podcasts. Nobody likes four-hour. I don't even like that it's more mostly an hour and 45 minutes anymore. I can't listen to it while I'm on the stepper. An hour and 45 minutes? Walk more. An hour more. 45. No, I don't need to walk more. I need to uh, you're, live more. you're behind T on your steps. I wish. You did. You told me that earlier today. Well, yeah, but no, because you were you were running ahead of me trying to get all the garbage today. I was Slowed busy. me down. I was once I woke up once, from the All-Star game. Once the energy drink kicked in. Which, by the way, if you guys have not had a good energy drink, drink the sugar-free pear Red Bull. And I'm a big fan of the rain. Uh, it's pre-workout kind of energy drink right now. Zero sugar, zero carbs. Probably still bad for you, but eh, I'm going to die from something. It should taste good. Yeah, right? That and a chew in the morning will get you going. Going. So that's pretty much it. We'll get into everything else as we go. Uh, Do you want to truck right into OVW? I know you just finished watching it. Why don't we truck right into Raw and SmackDown real quick. Just go through the matches, get it over with. It's not even you go over matches. Yeah, I mean, because you didn't watch much of it. I did. I, I watched all of them. Oh, did you watch all of them again? Yeah. Oh, did you go? When did you have time to go back and watch it all? Yesterday. Holy cow, man! In between All Star breaks or what? Yeah. Right. As soon as I got home, uh, I did a pre-interview and then I sat down and I watched Raw. Ate, slept for half an hour, and then watched SmackDown. Well, you watched SmackDown and the All Star game yeah. together. I just didn't hear. So you didn't Smackdown. hear SmackDown. I don't know. So what you missed. Was- you missed Kevin Owens' pipe bomb. Well, no, I did not miss that because that instantly got posted 5 o'clock this morning. Do you morning think that was real night. or do you think that was a work? Because the security guards were really fast getting out there. They were, but they were also independent wrestlers. They weren't security like the shirt that you have on. Yeah. Oh, I'm just a fat guy that likes to bounce at bars. So you get free beers. So I get free beers. Um, I think some of what he said, he got to ad-lib a little bit, but... Clearly, with knowing that mics are going to get shut off and everything, it wasn't the CM Punk pipe bomb. It no. wasn't an AJ Lee pipe bomb. It wasn't anything like that. I I do think it probably riled Shane up a little bit because what? he's 100% sure. We've had some people already on Facebook comment saying, it's a work, go to hell, blah, blah, blah. Right. But I, he's right. Shane is holding everybody back. The English professor says it week after week. There's no reason the McMahons need to be on... The show every week. No. Unless it's the boss and you're having a boss battle. Because everybody wants to punch their boss in the face. And everybody wants to watch people punch their boss in the face. So I'm okay with Shane being on there. 
but I don't always need to. I don't always need to hear he's the best wrestler in the world because he's not. No, he's not a wrestler. And first a, of all, right? He's a rich kid. Well, I mean, he he's been trained. It's not that he hasn't been trained. There's other people that say they've been trained as wrestlers too, and right. they're not. Miggs got a win over John Cena last night. I seen that on Facebook. Congratulations, Miggs, the new champ. In the house. In the house. In the house. He's battling an elephant right now. Yeah, and he's and kicking his ass. Oh boy. Nice oh, throw. Breaking stuff. It's like Kelly's here. We still haven't fixed that chandelier yet, by the way. <laughs> it just it adds uh I thought, it was, I thought it was supposed to be like that. Oh yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it's, it's, so when it does break, it just cuts your freaking skull in half. <laughs> um so do you think we're going to be questions instead of everything on Raw and SmackDown? Do you think WWE really knows that they have to have intergender matches? Because I say this of what happened Monday night, the very first match. Yes, they have to have intergender. They matches. know that it, their PG era is done. It has to be done. And they set up that it was Becky and Seth against Almas and Vega, elimination style. Okay, fine and dandy. So what happens if Almas goes out first, or what happens if Seth goes out first? Now you have a girl battling a guy. And Vega went out, but then they switched real quick because Lacey came to take some of the pressure off uh, Becky. So she was outside. So the guy started wrestling. What happens if Almas pins Seth right there? Is is WWE ready for Almas to beat Becky? And not saying that or Becky beat Almas. I'm not saying... But we've seen a little bit of it before. We've seen Beth Phoenix... Take people out of the Royal in China, Rumble. But those Nia are Jax. Royal Rumbles. This isn't right. A, this, this is a regular match. And do I think they're ready for it? I think the I think the wrestlers are ready for it. I don't think WWE is ready for it. I think that the fans are ready for it. The fans are stoked for it because let me rewind. Last Sunday was Impact's Slammiversary nine thousand million, and it was Tessa Blanchard against Sammy Callahan. And it tore the MFN roof off of that building. Right. So fans want it. Fans want it to be wrestlers. They don't want female in there anymore. Let's throw the PC away for today. But I do want I do want that split because I want there to be a female champion, a women's champion, and I want there to be a male champion. I don't want just one championship because no. then we're going to be in trouble with people. Wise. Yeah. No, I agree. I I, I agree there. But, they, and I don't want an intergender with my quotes champion either. The thing that James Ellsworth had for a while is garbage. Right. Just let, as they did, Tessa be really pissed off at Sammy Callahan and they ripped the roof down. Who could handle it in the WWE? Charlotte could put on a good match with Sammy Zayn or you know somebody like that. I mean, you have to match them up correctly, though. Yeah, you can't, you can't put Charlotte against uh, Braun Strowman. Or Alexa Bliss against um, Bobby Lashley. Like, that's just not... That, that wouldn't be good booking anyway. No, it wouldn't be. I, I it would be awesome. Because I would oh, like yeah. to see... Well, that Alexa be, Bliss beat Bob. Yeah. Because you can get... This is another way to do what we've been saying. How we get... Not seeing the same two wrestlers wrestle each other for three months straight. You can have this match. And then he comes... Say Bob's battling with... Who's he battling with? Ray Mysterio right now. No, Bob's rather than Braun. Well, still, but he wiped the floor with Mysterio. So, but B- Bob goes against Alexa Bliss, and Ray comes down and, and gets, interrupts it. Interrupts it, and Bliss gets the win. 
A roll-up victory, because we haven't seen many roll-up victories recently. No, I've seen a bunch of roll-up victories as of late. Right. Transition, now over to the 24-7 championship. It's on, like you said today. It's on repeat already. Yep. It's on repeat. Everything Carmella and R-Truth did for the first two months, uh, which was funny, now you have Renee Michelle and Drake Maverick. Do you know what I want to see? Renee Michelle Michelle take the title from Drake Maverick. And then file divorce. Yes. That would be awesome. And now, but now you're, that's how you get that intergender thing that we were talking, or gender, not gender specific. Ooh. There we go. But I agree. And that's the title that breaks all the rules, the barriers, the rules in a good way. So this title could do a lot. Wake your asses up and do it, though. Do it. They and you've, you've got two new guys who's not afraid to do stuff like that with Heyman and Bischoff. Right. Speaking of Heyman, do you think Bob actually catches in at Extreme Rules on one or the Brock. other? Brock, yeah. No. no. Negative. Not not at this pay-per-view. No, this is a throwaway pay-per-view. Yeah. I, your, your freaking main match is Seth and Becky versus Car- Corbin and Lacey. Lacey Evans. There's no way he cashes in on that. Or does he cash in and Becky messes it all up? That would be fantastic, too. I'd love to see that. Or does he cash in on Becky? I don't... No. Wow. I don't think he cashes in on Seth overall in the long run. Do you think... I don't know. I think he goes to Kofi, so if that split... In October, because October's trucking around the corner real quick anymore. Yeah, no kidding. In yeah, hey, happy marriage. That's <laughs> Teresa. Um, Brock is going to be on Fox, hands down. I would bet. Uh, I don't not going to say anything stupid because somebody's going to say it. Yeah, I will bet a nickel and a half that. How much is that, Paul? Seven point five cents. Yes, I would bet that. That Brock takes it from Kofi. I, w- I don't... I just think this Kofi run is going to last a little longer than what we actually think it is. And I, Perfect segue. Kofi is now injured. So it is said. But we don't know what the injury is. We don't. It could be a sprained ankle. It could be he got poked in the eye. Somebody poked me in the eye. I poked compliment to Captain Inteno. But he was taken... <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. It took me a minute. I got it. Um, but he was off a card, a live event card. So that kind of was like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm really worried. Is he, is he hurt? Is it an ankle? This, that, or whatever. And it could be something so dumb. Or is it just a way to get the title off of him? It, yeah, but I don't know if Kofi would play ball like that. I don't think it's Kofi's. Plan. I know it's not. You know it's Vince's. This is what you're gonna do. Do it. I know, but I just don't know if that'll be that'll fly. Then you have Joe win, and then you, here's your pay per view. Then for October for SummerSlam, Kofi is hurt. He's off for a month or two. Now you have Joe against Brock at SummerSlam for that title because Brock just took it for a little. And I like the Joe Brock match. That was a good match. Just saying. Just saying, that's a possibility. It really is. Uh, sticking with Bob, because you keep bringing him up, are you ready for this Bob Braun thing to be over? Like Everybody's ready for this Bob Braun thing to be over. Last man standing. Why are you battling your two giants together all the time? Have your giants run melee on people. Yeah. That's what they're there for. Mid-card to 
a high card. I don't care what they do. Just have them whoop on each other. Two out of three falls matches. Dumb. I'm sick of them. Dumb. At one point, I was like, all right, this is a different thing. Now, it's every week we get a two out of three falls match, and you're taking more time away from, God forbid, he made it on TV. No way. Jose. No way. Jose. But even Hawkins and Ryder did a run-through. Uh, your other boy that wears a broken face now. Um, Mojo. Yeah. He just runs through. Why, why can't we have the battle of battles between Zack and Mojo again? Well, I, it doesn't matter. You say this all the time. Now they're just killing us. Instead of giving a 45-minute promo at the beginning, which you've seen the last two weeks have stopped. Yeah. Now they just kill 45 minutes at some point with a two out of three fall match. Instead of putting these wrestlers on TV, oh my goodness. So we You had, stink today. I know. We had Kawasi for lunch, and I am just burping it up, and it's just making me... It's dying. It's it, dying I'm worse dying. than WWE. I'm dying. Um... The War Raiders fought the Justins. No big thing. Uh, you want, Monday you talked about, Tuesday you talked about Ricochet and Gallows and Anderson and AJ a little bit. Um, you're still on with the club. I'm still on with the club. I like the club idea. I want to see it grow. I want to see it. I want to see you get some mid cards in there. And I want to see them do some stuff. I don't like the threes. You have the shield. You have the new day. You the have... Who? New day. Uh, that wasn't. That was giving it to you, and you just were like, "Who? Oh, well, I wanted to be who? Yeah. Who? Who? What? Who? What? Who? 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 Right. And, and you have a bunch of trios, but why can't we have the club be four or five? You're all about that. I really think Balor needs NWO to get in. NWO was fantastic. Well, you're living in the past, Paul. I you're know. a mark. You know who I was happy to see? Sarah Logan. Back on right. I was excited to see. Where's Ruby Riot? Ruby was hurt. I don't, I don't know if it's a knee or a shoulder. So she's going to be out for a little she bit. She was out for a little bit. But they kept saying this, and this is little things that annoy the piss out of me. Former Ru, former Riot member. Former Riot member. Former Riot member. Logan, Logan, she Logan. She was also a former member of the War Raiders. Right. But she's not been on TV for months. Months. So she's. why can't she just be... Why can't she come out... She came out to the Riot Squad song. You had months to find something for her. Yeah. Great. She's calling the wild or whatever the hell she's doing, and she's a Viking warrior as well. Cool. Take a moment, a week, and dedicate it to give her a promo. Do something with her. She's a good wrestler. I am not I am not part of the Riot Squad anymore. I am this. Right. I'm done. Like Liv Morgan. Hello? Nothing. There's so many people in the back... Just waiting to jump ship. Sitting at catering. Sitting, eating. So how about uh, your boy, Gary Garbot? Who the hell is that? He to- he tagged with uh, Roman Reigns this week. Oh, Gary Garbot. You mean Cedric Alexander. Cedric the Entertainer, as you told me? Well, he is entertaining. Because I did not watch it yet, and Paul's trying to fill me in just to see if I wanted to watch my, it. And I was going to watch you it. You know how my brain works? I still call Jake Plummer Justin Plummer. Right. Which, by the way, nice segue... Hey, uh, this weekend, IWC, uh, Triple Threat, Midnight, we'll go over it again. But, happy birthday to Mrs. Jenny Plummer. It's her birthday weekend. Oh, happy birthday, Mrs. Plummer. Yeah, see that? So, that's Raw in a nutshell. It sucked. 
SmackDown was worse. I did not miss a damn thing. The only thing you missed was Kevin Owens' pipe bomb, and then he walked in and handed out a bunch of stunners. And I saw it anyway. The can what? What do I call it? The Canadian Destroyer. The Canadian Destroyer, yeah, which is actually not, a move anyway. It's not. Oh, is it? Well, damn it. Canadian Crusher. You gonna call it that now? Because it's still a Crusher. Well, we like Crushers. Yeah, I like the Canadian Crusher. Okay. Um, Balor and Shinsuke started. Right off the get. That was It a was good a decent match. match. Did you see... So this is the second time I've seen it because in OVW I'm going to put point on it. But Balor was caught up in the between the lat, the bottom rope and the middle rope. And Shinsuke did like a slide under um, German suplex from that... Yes, I did see that. that. Was I was wondering where the hell you were going. A new that move. Was, that was pretty cool. That I liked. And I, this was from the prior OVW... The week so before. they're copying. Or do you think that he's seen that and is like, I, I like that. I'm going to pick that up. Maybe. I hope so. Or is it strong style? Maybe I've seen it a hundred times. I just never even noticed it. I have not seen it a hundred times. I'll tell you that. Well, and, we're, and you're a wrestling connoisseur. I am a wrestling connoisseur. Um, Nikki and Bailey signed a contract. I don't understand where it led to Mella having a match with Nikki. I don't know where that happened, but nonetheless. The Iconics uh, chat... Ah! Chat with Paige and... Uh, it wasn't a very nice... The Kabuki Warriors, but it wasn't a nice chat. No. The Kabuki Warriors is the most racist name I've ever heard in my entire life. And the match isn't on the docket for Sunday. It's probably in the pre-show. No, the pre-show is... Drew, Drew Gulak. <laughs> yeah. Gulak. Gulak. At 205. Imagine that. 205. Imagine that. Um, no, what really pissed me off was the Tag Team Summit. I was not paying attention, but I was paying attention because the All-Star game was on. Two inning breaks. All that was on SmackDown was the Fat Boys, the Planet's Champ. Whoa. And the Heavy Machinery. And New Day. You stopped that break. Stakes and weights, Marky. Stakes and weights. Just chatting. Chatting. Two inning breaks. That's 20 minutes. Well, I'll see. Now you're not mad again if there was a long problem. 20 flipping minutes of people just jabber And again, I didn't have volume. Welcome because to why, our podcast. Why? Because I didn't want it. Which then adds up to be a match between Otis Woods and Daniel. And Otis wins. So they're not winning the championship. Uh, yes, they are. No. No. Sonya and Mandy, Golden Gloves, are going to take on Ember and a partner next week. And let's uh, speculate who you think Ember's going to have as a partner. We haven't seen Nia Jax in a while. We haven't seen Tamina. Uh, I don't think it'll be Tamina. But Ember and Nia didn't leave on the best of terms. So maybe it's not Ember. It could Nia, be, you mean. Or Nia. It could be a... Um, An nxt -er? A legend. An NXT here could call up. Who haven't we seen on NXT in a while? I don't know. Your sister. She was never on NXT. Well, that, we have not seen her in a while. In a while. Right? She's not very athletic either. I love she, you, Autumn, but... Great volleyball player. No. She got the brains and the people skills. I got the brawn. Next match that we're going to talk about, uh, Alistair Black is sitting in the back. And we find out who knocked on his door. And I was so disappointed. What? Listen, if you were like the Swiss Superman, you wouldn't knock on a door. You'd kick the son bitch in. Right. Stomp a mud hole in his candy ass. And then, I don't know, make a crepe. 
why why this? Is this a way that we're gonna get Bray finally? No. How do don't you, you think extreme? How do you get Bray out of Cesaro? Oh, he's with Alistair to be the oh, Black man. Flag cult. Wow. You're, they're not going to use the word cult. Clearly. Or probably Black Flag because Raid owns that. Right. So, but it was. Raid the bug spray? Yeah. Oh, I just spit a little bit. On the microphone. Sorry. We don't have the spit guard on. Oh, no spit guard. Son of a bitch. This is going to be a long podcast. Um, Extreme Rules is a perfect place to bring Bray back. SummerSlam is the perfect place to bring Bray back. So we have nine weeks before Bray comes back with no Firefly. Can you shut up for a second? Because I said but. But it's too long to wait to bring Bray back till SummerSlam. Because we're excited to see him from the funhouse. Right. There. There you go. Roman fought people, and I don't even know what happened in that match. I have, yeah. Um, it, well, at the end, the Canadian Destroyer comes in, and ca- the Canadian crushed everybody. All right, there well, was Canadian bacon frying somewhere. Old Canada was playing. Somebody was putting gravy all over French fries. It was glorious. We're changing it up. We'll be back with... Uh, OVW Report! Hey, everybody. All the Livewire fans out there, and you wrestling fans, I love you all. This is the Live Wire KTV, and you are listening to the Can Crushers Podcast. You want all the news on wrestling? Tune in to Can Crushers Podcast. Listen to all the top wrestlers out there today. You got the top OVW wrestlers. You got me. You got Randall Floyd. You got Jay Lee. You got some of the best today being trained by some of the best on Can Crushers Podcast. Tune in, listen, learn, love, laugh. OVW starts out. We gotta go. Are we going back two weeks? No, because I did it because I watched it. You're the one that didn't watch it. Oh, I well. remember you left and I'm like, oh, I don't have time to watch it. I'm like, well, the podcast gonna be late because I'm gonna watch it, and I did it. Oh yeah, I didn't listen to it either. So let's go to the repercussions of that. OVW 1038 consequences. Is that what you're calling it? No, that's what it was called. Oh, all right. Well, it's called Consequences. So I, we, I don't look at the names. I oh, get right in. Con- I think it was either Consequences or Repercussions or something like that. I did look at the name. Unsmooth what? Operator. Uh, well, Unsmooth, because the week before was a smooth OVW, and this week was a chunky OVW. Chunky. All right, so Dean Hill comes out, and Gilbert's in the Dean ring. Dean Hill's the commissioner. He is the commissioner. You're catching on. Yeah. And just talking about how Dimes has learned a lesson since he unmasked. Well, everybody wanted to hear, everybody wanted to know what they were going to do about Justin Smooth for putting his hands on an official for... But Dean Hill says, wait, I have other shit to take care of. First and more importantly is Dimes. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Dimes, I could do this, 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 this. You've learned a lesson. Because you sacrificed everything. And you saved the girls. Yes. Mercy and Brittany. Mercy! Um, he could have been a little earlier to save my girl Meg from getting pushed down. I was pissed about that. Yeah. Meg coming up real soon, by the way. Just well, saying. Yeah. Uh, we already have the one in Hoppa for this week. Hoppa! So you've just heard him in the promo if you just uh, paid attention. Now you need to rewind <coughs> and find out who the Can't Crush Your Spotlight is. Oh, there you go. Um... So Smooth does come out finally, and he's pissed. He's like, "Whoa, Dean Hill, what are you, what are you talking about?" And then Dean Hill rips into Smooth. Him. He should, I, I should have you stripped. I should have you of the title of the of title, the title stripped of the title. You should get a ninety day suspension. But what, 
what's really going to hurt you is a triple threat match against Dimes and Dustin Jackson. Dustin Jackson. And SNS. And SNS. And which is Saturday night special. Which was last Saturday. We'll run through the results real quick. On Mark's going to run through that. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to watch it. Yet. Um, and after that, Dimes is happy. Smooth is pissed off. But Ted McNailer bounces into the ring. Heated. The, what do they call him? The Beast Child. Dr. The Ted doctor. the Man Beast. Yeah, Dr. Ted the Man Beast. Right. See, I'm learning. I'm Paul's sorry. I'm, I'm so new to this. And he's like, he wants a match. He wants to face Smooth right now to show that he's fighting for Britain. And he hasn't fought in... Year, 30 years, bro. Was it really 30 years? I don't know. If it, it probably wasn't it's been a while. Years. It's been a while. But he took some good bumps. He did. He looked good. And... Uh, unbelievably, Brittany comes into the ring. She's like, listen, she's gonna. I think she's going to end this match and say, no, Ted cannot go anymore. Our boy, Daniel Spencer, the greatest referee at OVW, sees a gnat on the wall. Well, no, you know what he was doing? He was checking out our glorious uh, Can Crushers podcast uh, banner. Was that what he was doing? That's what he was doing. He was like, oh, look at that. I love those guys. They're Phenomenal. So, Brittany hits a nut shot. Uh, McNaylor rolls up smooth for a one, two, three. Hugest nut shot ever because she held it. Smooth felt that all oh, I thought night you were long. Say, I thought you were going to say he's got big nuts. No, smooth felt that all night long. Every time they cut back to smooth, he was holding his nuts. He was. He was looking for Jessica in the back, Mrs. Al Snow in the back, because he wanted a massage, but Patrick was there and he's like, whoa, nobody named Patrick's rubbing me. Right. And then, well, Patrick gave him the bomb drop with the ice cubes on the nuts. Boom. Should have used peas. Oh. No. <laughs> oh. um, Gilbert's back in the ring, and he is now talking to your girl. My Meg. girl, Meg. And Meg says, we're going to have an uh, inner... Meg's actually challenged Thunder Kitty to a match. Thunder Kitty and... The Entourage. The Entourage. And her partners will be King's Ransom. Right. The OVW Tag Team Champions. Yes. Everybody comes out. Everybody agrees to it. The Entourage. The entourage not everybody comes out. Kitty didn't come out. Kitty she did not was, come out. She was... Uh, Scratching up a pole. Nope. She was uh, fighting for her sixth bingo championship. Oh, that's right. So Valerie and Berman... Murder, She Wrote documentaries on VHS. So Valerie Vermin is going to take her spot then. Uh, Val... Vermin. Val V. 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 They just said Hip Hop V. V. Yeah, Hip Hop V. V. There you go. Yeah, you're catching on. I skip over some stuff. So... Well, you're killing me because it's so good. Why are you skipping over it? Hip Hop V. V. was amazing. She... Yeah. And then she got... So Meg gets, she attacks Meg from behind, and here comes King's Ransom. It's pandemonium. Go to commercial. Um, Brian has Bradley in the back. Uh, it's good to see Brian getting some TV time. He always gets shafted by Callie or Randall Floyd or somebody like that. Randall Floyd's got some nice hair. Doesn't he have some nice hair? He's got some nice hair. He's got some nice he, hair. He looks good. I mean, look at him. He's dapper all the time. we got to keep this up. You know... Former OVW champ, he needs a little bit more play, but his hair is looking good. His hair is looking good. I'm still going to get punched in the face when I go down there. I can't wait for you to get punched in the face. Speaking of which, we're going to take a timeout. Um, Chad Miller didn't even want to acknowledge you. I called and I said, hey, let, let's set. He's like, I, 
Don't even want to talk to Paul. He, throwing him under the bus last week about not having oh, stuff up. Boo-hoo. William Alexander Moore says he can give you uh, English lessons anytime you want. Ah, oh, great. Bloody hell. Maybe I'll get English lessons from Chad Miller and... Now, Chad Miller does not know English. Well, he does know English. <laughs> oh, now, oh, yeah, there you go. You're making this worse for yourself. And William Alexander Moore. <laughs> Great. So, Bradley is just backstage talking oh, about... We just quit on that. We just cut that promo and we're done. Bradley's just backstage. Nice shoot, bud. Nice shoot. Bradley is just backstage and he's making fun of Michael Hayes. Call him a cripple. Yeah. That's, That's one, not cool. That's one thing you don't do to a war hero that lost his... He's not a cripple. If anything, he was a former OVW cha- heavyweight champion. And his list of accolades. accolades. Look yeah, at that. Double entendres. That's not even... That wasn't right. Well, Definitely not right. We did it and then we didn't do it. Boo. A man with that many medals... And why can't I think of what I'm trying to say? I don't know what you're trying does to say. Does not deserve to be called a cripple because he does more than most men do with two legs. He does. And he was going to show Jay Bradley that in the TV title tournament. Gauntlet. Gauntlet. So Hayes starts off first, and he takes on Lee Holiday. Quick match. Quick One, match. two, three. See you later. Um, then comes out a newbie. Uh, we haven't covered a lot of his stuff, but Josh O'Hagan. And the master of Irish jiu-jitsu. Right? Yes. He, he is awesome. I like that. I like the idea of it. Yeah. But Hayes, you see him just staring through the camera. Because Bradley is a ringside. He comes out with crutches. With crutches, making fun of him. I love this feud, uh, it's, by the it's way. It's fantastic. Yeah. Because uh, Bradley's a big man. Yes, he, he is. He is a big man. He hates me. He's trying to kill me to give... Um, my insurance, him and Kelly are going to split my insurance. I mean, uh, I do not have friends at OVW. I see that. No. How do you get, get invited back? I make fun of them all and you get invited back and they want to kill you. Callie. Ah, nice. Callie. I have her in my back pocket. Maybe. Um, until now. Until now. Uh, Hayes wins. He beats the, you know, the head slams. Um, then comes out Ducky, uh, Sam Thompson, fan favorite, you, you know, everybody. Again, Hayes with a quick win just because Ducky, uh, not too much high flyer, not fleet of foot. Shiloh Jones comes in real quick, trying to capitalize on Hayes being down. Hayes still, you know, whatever, uh, takes a Superman punch. Bradley comes in. Clothesline straight from hell. Yeah. Both. But misses Hayes and hits Shiloh, Shiloh Jones. Jones. Shiloh's out. He might still be on the mat today. I think so. He's still he's still napping. Hayes gets disqualified, so he's out of the gun. They fight him and Bradley fight all the way into the parking lot. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's 150. That match happened last Saturday or last week. They're still fighting. Yeah, for well, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, and then last man in the tournament, William Lutz, who is the Current holder of it, so he's got that nice prize position to come out this week. Looks around. He's like, holy why, hell. Why were you poking the bear, bud? Go for the cover. And he did. Yeah, and he got the one, two, three. And he keeps the title. And still. And still. Smooth makes his way out to the ring again, and he is just... With a chair. Yeah, he's pissed. He's, he's got a chair in hand. He's going after the announcers. Why does he like the announcers? 
Well, well, he just beat. Well, McNeil is not there. Week before. Yeah, he smashed them all. But he's just that mad right now. Dean Hill, Al Snow, Gilbert Corsi, all of them have just. He's a titan. He's he a need, Trinidad titan. He needs. He deserves respect. He does deserve respect. But he gets a chair shot. Yeah, and he is down. From dimes. Dimes and Jackson pretty much take him out. But you do see you, some street justice. You thought that they were going to take him out. Street justice from di- two dimes from the top rope. E Gonzoed. Here comes Dustin Jackson. Dustin Jackson. Why can't I remember Dustin Jackson? This is such an easy name to remember. Right? Dustin Jackson. And that name will change next week. I'm pretty sure that this is, it's a summer splash. And that name will change next week. Oh, yeah? Well, on your end. Oh, for sure. It'll change 100 times. Right. So, yeah, that is. That is your OVW right then and there. Um, do you want me to fill them in later, or do you want me to go over the... Yeah, you could do the... I guess you could do the uh, pay-per-view by yourself, because they want to hear just you for a little bit. So, real quick results from SNS 102. Seven cards on the docket. KTD defeats Big D via pinfall. Jay Bradley pins... Michael Hayes, Big Zoe defeats Amon. Randall Floyd defeats Drew Hernandez via pinfall, but Drew low blows him and delivers uh, the power slam after the match. Uh, TV champion William Lutz defeats Ashton Cove, Sam Thompson, Nigel Winners, William Alexander Moore, and Chase Destiny in a non-title six-man scramble. Shiloh Jones, DL3, and Hip Hop Ballery defeat Megan Bain and King's Ransom in a mixed six-person tag. Um, Dustin Jackson faces Dimes in a 10-minute time limit, and then they go uh, into a triple threat match. And Justin, the Trinidad Titan, Defeats both of them and keeps his OVW heavyweight champion. Up next is English Professor. I have discussed the Hart brothers at length in several of my segments. While Big John Studd was my favorite big villain wrestler, and Rowdy Roddy Piper was my favorite rebellious wrestler, and Jake the Snake Roberts was my favorite evil wrestler, Bret Hart was my favorite wrestler. Even before Brett's heel turn and family reunion, Owen and the British Bulldog were my favorite team from that period. To me, the reunion remains one of the most brilliant storylines in pro wrestling history. We all expected Brett and Owen to make peace at some point, and after a three-year bitter feud that dragged other siblings, in-laws, and mom and dad into the conflict, Brett and Owen reconciled. But it didn't happen how we fans thought it would. I'm willing to bet all of you predicted Owen would see the error of his ways and the hearts would be good guys. But this wasn't the 80s or early 90s. It was the mid-90s when wrestling was changing. So instead of Paul Orndorff seeing the light and firing Bobby Heenan, or Sergeant Slaughter begging his country's forgiveness while visiting historic national monuments, it was Brett who went bad and joined Owen and the Bulldog. When it comes to Brett and Owen, there are some fans who think Owen was the better wrestler. While I was a huge fan of Owens, I disagree. I think Brett was the better wrestler, but I think Owen was the better all-around entertainer. Owen paid attention to the performance details. After he took a cheap shot at his older brother during a tag team match, Owen immediately retreated back to his corner, 
running around the ring with bulging eyes and a wide-open mouth, arms in the air, screaming while Brett gave chase. Stories from other wrestlers who knew Owen say that he was a frugal man with a plan for retirement. He was going to put in another handful or so of years and call it quits around 40 to be with his family. Unfortunately, we all know things didn't turn out that way. Owen Hart risked his life for the entertainment of us all. Nikki Bella reminded us that she also has sacrificed her life as a sports entertainer. Evidently, that entitled her to a proper send-off where we fans would have showed her the acceptable level of respect with chance of, thank you, Nikki, clap, 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 clap. During a recent interview, Bella expressed her displeasure with re- being forced into retirement and the lack of respect from us fans. I love wrestling, she said. I gave 13 years of my life. I beat my body up. I mean, it was my world. And it's so sad sometimes when I see the lack of respect or not the appreciation. And you know how badly I wish I could go out there and wrestle again and do it for the fans and do it for us. Like, I've risked my life. You guys, she, like, risked her life. She did risk her life. That part is true. Get to an independent show early when the crew is putting the final touches on the ring. The guy testing the ropes is risking his life, too. Frank Williams risked his life every single week, not by timing a dangerous, dazzling aerial move, but by administering absolutely zero offense or defense in any of his matches and instead placing his life fully in the hands of his opponents. As a babyface enhancement talent, he took a knee in the back off the top rope by Ivan Koloff, a Cobra clutch from Sarge, a pile driver from Paul Horndorf, a Hawaiian hammer from Magnificent Morocco, a flying hammerlock from George the Animal Steel, a Samoan drop from Afa, and a diving headbutt from Sika. And once he ran the gamut of bad guys, they made him a heel just so he could take the Superfly Splash or the Flying Forearm from Tito Santana. Nikki Bella ought to know that wrestling fans are the most brutal fans in sports. It isn't even close. No one was chanting, what? At Vladimir Guerrero Jr. during his interviews Monday night at the Home Run Derby. Our role as wrestling fans is to suspend disbelief, and in doing so, we demand absolute perfection. Anything less, and we let the wrestlers hear it. Even when the wrestlers haven't done anything wrong, we fans can still be unfair. In 1984, Hulk Hogan was defending the WWF Championship at the Philadelphia Spectrum, where a fan had a sign that read, Ric Flair, the real world champion. Every time the Hulkster played to the crowd, there was a guy throwing his sign in the air. When Dino Bravo threw Bret Hart off the ring apron and Hart landed with his ribs on the railing, a fan yelled, Ah, get up, you phony! Meanwhile, Hart had sustained a serious injury and took a count-out loss. Nikki Bella and her contemporaries worked during a pivotal time in women's wrestling. Female wrestlers had finally become more than window dressing and fluff. Suddenly, we were judging women on their athleticism and commitments to their characters. Unlike Trish Stratus, who was expected to deliver a great match but also had to take her bra off in front of Vince McMahon while he compared her to his dog. You're a piece of trash, Vince. But women still weren't getting much ring time. It was the combined efforts of Nikki Bella and her fellow women displaying terrific talent in 30-second matches that made fans speak out and forced WWE to give the ladies more time in the ring. Nikki Bella was an important part of that transition. And from someone who enjoys women's wrestling, Nikki, thank you. You went from holding John Laurinaitis' arm and twirling your hair and saying, 
No, that's Brian. I'm Nikki. To carrying Ronda Rousey through a match in which she routinely tripped over herself and was gassed. During that match, Nikki had Ronda in an abdominal stretch that would have earned Gorilla Monsoon's approval, as Bella had her foot completely hooked around Rousey's, forcing her to first have to unhook the foot before going for the hip lock to get out of the hold. Nice detail, ladies. Unfortunately, Rousey never made it that far as she fell backward. Bella had the presence of mind to maintain the hold on the mat before getting back to her feet without ever relinquishing the stretch and giving Rousey a second chance at the hip lock escape. My argument is not about Nikki Bella's work. Her work is fine, not great. It's about her desire to be, in her words, acknowledged or appreciated. I said earlier how cruel and unfair we wrestling fans can be, but we also vocalize our appreciation. If you're over with us, you'll know it. But you can't ask for your moment of glory. That's tacky. And when have fans been unappreciative of Nikki Bella's efforts to the point where she feels disrespected? I imagine you have to have an ego to be successful in pro wrestling. I think Nikki Bella's ego is misguided. Here's one more excerpt from that interview, if I may. Quote, Then people blame me like, Oh, look at her do all those things. She doesn't care. But I do care. But my life has to go on. I have to go look at all those open doors and run through them like Wonder Woman and take them on. And I pray one day, Bree, that we will be appreciated by that crowd. <sighs> Can she be more annoying? Wonder Woman? Why Wonder Woman? You said they're open doors, Nikki. Why do you need to be Wonder Woman to burst through an open door? Surely Batgirl would do just fine in this circumstance. Now that her days in the ring are over, she can focus on her other philanthropic endeavors and worthy causes. To her credit, she is committed to making a positive impact on the planet. Check out her wine brand and clothing line. There's also her reality show where the only things on TV phonier than a Nikki Bella delivered line is Maurice tripping over her couch and her mother nearly drowning in a pool. My wish in this situation is for Nikki Bella to have some perspective and to know that words are important. She didn't get the send off that she thought she had earned. Speaking once again to the honesty of wrestling fans, if Nikki got her chance to sting, stand in a ring one last time, I still don't think she would get that send-off. I just don't think she was great enough to warrant it. If nothing else, John Cena proposed to her at WrestleMania. I understand her, her accomplishments have nothing to do with the man asking her to marry him. Nikki Bella is an ambitious woman. She may not have left on her terms, but when it comes to her career as a pro wrestler, she could have done worse than getting engaged to one of the most recognizable men in the world immediately following her WrestleMania match. In the end, Nikki Bella sustained injuries during her wrestling career that have effectively ended her days as an in-ring performer. So did Darren Drozdov. Perspective. In today's English Tip of the Week, we'll discuss the difference between which and what. When do you use which and when do you use what? With IWC and MCW cards taking place this weekend, you'll have to decide what one or which one you'll be attending. The answer is actually pretty easy. Use which when you need to make a choice between available options. We have two choices, IWC and MCW. So in this instance, you need to decide which card you'll be attending. Let's look at a few more examples of when to use what or when to use which. At SummerSlam 1990, Demolition defended the tag team titles against the Hart Foundation. 
During the bout, Demolition did not adhere to the rules and continuously switched out all three members, Axe, Smash, and Crush. But before the match started, would President Jack Tunney have forced Demolition to decide which two members would be in the match or what two members would be in the match? The question is, do President Tunney and Demolition have a choice? Yes, they do. There are three choices, and Demolition must pick two. So the answer is, which two members of Demolition will defend the Tag Team Championship? Speaking of the Tag Team Championship, Bob Backlund became the first wrestler to hold two titles simultaneously in the WWF when, as world champion, he and Pedro Morales defeated the Wild Samoans for the World Tag Team Championship. Unfortunately, Backlund was told he could not hold two belts. Did Backlund have to decide what belt to surrender or which belt to surrender? Once again, let's see if Bob Backlund had a choice. Yes, he did. He had to choose between the World Heavyweight Championship and the World Tag Team Championship. Therefore, he had to decide which belt to surrender, not what belt to surrender. If you were watching a match with someone who wasn't familiar with Tito Santana, would that person ask you, what is his finishing move? Or which is his finishing move? Do we have any choices? We do. But there's an endless list of possible finishing moves. And we don't know all of our options. So in this case, your friend would ask you, what is his finishing move? If your friend knew that Tito Santana used the flying forearm and the figure four leg lock, would he ask you, which finishing move do you think Santana will use tonight? The forearm or the leg lock? Or what finishing move do you think Santana will use tonight? The forearm or the leg lock? In this instance, we now have specific choices, the forearm and the leg lock. And when we have specific choices, the answer is which. Which finishing move do you think Santana will use tonight? The forearm or the leg lock? And with that, class... You're dismissed. And welcome to our new segment. I'm actually really excited about this. We've been trying to get it going for about a month now. Um, MLW. And I want to welcome in our MLW correspondent, Chad Piranha. Chad, we've been all over the East Coast. But now we're going to be sitting at home doing MLW. And... You've watched more than I have. I'm slowly catching up. This shit's great. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I'll say straight out, it, it reminds me of the hard-hitting old, older NWA mid-early 80s action. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought. In all the, I'm going to go right off the get to like the arenas because I always look at those when I go there. They're always quaint. It's like you're in the Omni. You know, There's. it's not a mega arena. If you guys know that we're up in Pennsylvania, it's not like even the Bryce Jordan. It's legit 200 to 500 at most in an arena watching this, and it's sold out all the time. Yep. Um, they came, their, their vision was to make it personable. You know, the people were there, that everybody, you know, whether you were ringside or second tier up or whatever the seating arrangements was they'd want everybody to be able to have an experience and not feel that they're put out there yeah and just getting it from youtube uh, chat will run over all of this but even getting it from youtube um the camera works great and everything so that's one spot where you can find it but let's go back to the beginning of it when did it start who started it and all that uh, it was founded in uh, 2012 by Court Bauer. Uh, those 
diehard wrestling fans recognize that. He used to be a former WWE writer who got smart and away from him. Um, it's like I said, it was founded in 2012. Its home base is New Rochelle, New York. Um, he's just got his vision was hard hitting wrestling um, week by week, you know, on a week by week basis. No, you know, not so much glitz and glamour and stuff like that. He wants to get back to wrestling, and that's exactly what he's done. Yeah, with every show. Their their entrance is a ramp and a promo board behind them, not a jumbotron, just like a promo board that you would see uh, a major league baseball talk, a major league baseball player talk in front of, or a football player talk in front of, just. Canvas is what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's what they come out to. MLW, MLW, all over it, and it's it's cool. I like it. I like how it's homey. And you remember those uh, listeners from when we talked about the Crockett Cup back in April? How the old ring feel? The you know you were up close to the action. The the easy barriers around. it, it's just that kind of feel. They're just they're another independent that's going to that kind of feel to get the wrestling back where it should be to get try to get the popularity back. Yeah, and we'll touch on that after we give you some more on this where we think all of this indie stuff is going because we said it off air two minutes ago and we really have to say it on air. So where can we find it? Okay, in the states, it's available four times a week. If you have BN Sports, which I understand is around the Milwaukee area, it's kind of like their uh, equivalent to our Fox in the area, Um, you can see it there on Saturday at 9 p.m. or Monday at midnight, and that is Eastern time, so I guess that would probably be an hour, hour, hour Wherever you are, fix it. Fix it, yeah, (laughs) Eastern time. We go by Eastern time here. Um then for others outside of there, Monday at 7, you can find it on YouTube, and Tuesday at 8 p.m. on uh, Fight TV app. And I know this Be In Sports, um, I have an Amazon stick. Uh, I can get the Be In Sports that I can watch it from the Amazon stick. So if you have a stick, just search up that Be In Sports, you'll be able to find it. If you want to watch it live... Um, Saturday is 9 o'clock, I'm drunk somewhere, Monday's at midnight, I'm asleep, so it's usually a Fight TV or a YouTube for me. And with the, with the Fight TV, uh, if you miss an episode or two episodes or something like that, or if you're just, holy cow, this is something new and you want to go back, as far as them putting on, all these episodes are on Fight TV for free. Yeah, that's um, an app that you guys need to have. If you don't have it yet, there's so much more... Then even yeah. local promotions that we don't talk about are on there. Yep, and w- like Mark said, the other local promotions, you get uh, boxing on there, you get MMA on there, and we're not talking, you know, somebody in somebody's backyard type of deal throwing stuff on there. Uh, you get a lot of the bigger promotions will have stuff on there. Yeah, um, Bellator and those, yeah. You can access uh, pay-per-views, some of these regional ones, that have $5 or $10 pay-per-views, you can get them. It it honestly, the app is great. The, uh, I want to say the usage of around, if you have a good, uh, what do you call it, internet signal, 
um, you'll do pretty well. I actually that. watched one of the OVWs, um, Christmas Chaos, or damn, I'm going to get in trouble for that, throw myself under the bus. They actually had it on Fight TV, and I turned it on the app, and I streamed it right to my TV, and it was amazing. Yep. Watching no. on 65 inches compared to your phone. Yep, and I've used it through the PS4, and it doesn't do too bad through there, but I would encourage if you do it, Use a computer or tablet and throw it onto your TV from there. Yeah, it works. It works. So, the talent. The talent uh, is amazing. Some of them you are going to know because we've mentioned them before. A few of them are linked to the hot company AEW. So, we'll see what happens with MLW from there. But, we think there's going to be a partnership down the line. Yeah. Um, It just looks like the AEW, the MLW, in that they're starting to work together because they all have they all have a strength and they can benefit from each other. It's too bad that certain other places up in uh, Connecticut wouldn't learn this lesson. But yeah, uh, <laughs> we're big fans of the Territory era. You can ask any one of the Can Crusher uh, correspondents that the Territory era throttles. The Attitude Era in our book. Oh, definitely. Because you, you you had people that were allowed to compete, that could make a name, come in and out. A lot more talent. It's not as stale. No, it's as, not. It really is As the uh, wrestling seems to be today when you have to have a mid-carter rule breaker at best in your pay-per-view main events three months in a row. It... I well said. I, I really, yeah, well said. I mean, uh, I I love Becky and Seth, but I'm getting tired of Becky and Seth and week I'm, after week. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of them. Always have been. I followed Seth since Ring of Honor, but it's just it's getting to be enough. It's kind of like where you want them to lose the title just so something different happens. Yep. Yep. So, uh, speaking of titles, nice transition that you set up yourself. (laughs) Let's talk about some of the champs in MLW. Okay, we'll start uh, openweight champ, uh, Alexander Hammerstone. Um, I want to say kind of lighter weight, probably 200 pounds or so. Uh, Just phenomenal chain wrestler. Um, just puts stuff together, makes it look real flawless. He's not standing there waiting for the guy to do something to them, it just goes together. Um, With these guys that we are talking about, if you can go on YouTube and look at their matches from the Kings of Coliseum from this past week, you'll be able to see these guys in these matches that they had, the couple that they put out there, phenomenal. Um, there's, there's just nothing more to say about them. No. Uh, comparison, if you guys don't know, and don't throw me under the bus, it's my comparison. I think of Hammerstone, um, a different build, but the way he puts stuff together is Kurt Henning to me. Yep. I see a Kurt Henning in him because Henning was, in my book, flawless. Just continuous, flowing with everything, uh, and that's where Hammerstone is for me. Yep, not over, not overselling, not underselling you know, spots that make sense versus, you know, just calling something out that has no place in the match that just throws the flow of the match off and breaks a fan's interest. Tag team champions. Tag team. 
MJF and Richard Holiday. And if you don't know who MJF is... Get out from the rock. Get out from under the rock. A long-time wrestling announcer, manager, said that he is jealous of MJF because of his abilities, because he is beyond his years and better than this guy ever was. This person is Jim Cornette. Yeah. Straight out said he's the best talker in the business today, bar none. And he is. Look up his heel promos from after the po- last page. It's posted on the Facebook page. Our Facebook page oh, when he just, just gave it to the reporters. It was amazing. If you're if you're not a fan of his, that's fine, but you sit there and you you just be like Damn. Yeah. This boy can talk, uh, but he also can wrestle. He carried that battle royal at All In, or Double or Nothing, or whatever the hell, Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the two two that you thought that would have the chance in the battle royal was Paige and MJF, and you just had to kind of, as much as I like MJF, you kind of knew that they were going to push Paige. Because Jericho, Jericho and Omega, the winner of that, Paige just made more sense than to throw MJF right into the, you know. Yeah, but he's right main event right now. Pull. I mean, we're but in a he bounce. Is, but we're, he's main event now. Yeah. I mean, they can put him in there now. He'll be a good, you know, I'm rooting for Paige to beat Jericho. But uh, he'll be a good fight for either one of them, a good match for either one of them. Uh his style can just complement anybody. If he wants to go with the big guys, he can handle the big guys. He's just a very uh, adaptable wrestler, I okay. guess is a way to put it. Great word. Uh, we have another title. It's the middleweight. Guys, this name you should know. Teddy Hart. Another one of the last ones to come out of the Hart dynasty. Um, just another, you know, he's a Hart. It doesn't... Can't say much more. Not he's said. A, he's a he's a smaller guy compared to a lot of the other ones, but he's just another great wrestler, great chain wrestler. Just makes his matches make sense. He doesn't deviate from this, you know, stuff and lose the audience. And then recently on the Kings of Coliseum this past weekend, we crowned a new heavyweight champion. <sighs> And he's unbelievable. Jacob Fatu. And if that sounds kind of familiar, you're like, hmm. Yes, he's a member of the Inouye family, the Samoans, Roman Reigns, Peter Maivia, um, member of that family there. And if you haven't seen the clip of the fan that jumped the rail <laughs> in his match, Jackass. this guy jumps the rail and... Fatu comes out of nowhere. He doesn't hit him with a fist or a forearm. He just basically bulldozes bulldozes this guy and knocks him flat on his ass and out. He to me he is he's Umaga, but littler and they can do ricochet moves. Yep. He's, he is a beast. I never thought I'd say this on somebody who's own I mean, he's been in wrestling for a few years, but just now getting the national exposure. I would have to say he's probably the best 300-pound-plus wrestler 
in the game. Without a doubt. I, I will uh, give you that without a doubt. He's 285 and six foot two. Yeah. And can move. You know, we I would say remember how we thought Bam Bam could move or Eve Bundy for as big as he is, or Vader, you know. Fatu makes them look like they're standing still. Yeah. He reminds me as as ironic as it is, if anybody remembers the Samoan SWAT team. Yes. When they first when they first came in, when they were in world class being managed by Michael Hayes, um, he reminds me of them because they just, they were all over the place. If they were going to do aerial, they could do aerial. The dives, the you know, the backflips off of the rope. He did this in this match against uh, Tom Lawler for the title. This incredible, for his size, springboard somersault off the middle rope. A 300-pound guy doing a springboard somersault off the middle rope. Not the top rope, the middle Middle. rope. And not like towards the turnbuckle, out where the rope is the loosest. Jericho's. Yeah, that's basically... Jericho-esque. That's basically what he did was was a lion salt. And it was just... Incredible! I was like, you, you just can't believe it until you see it. Yeah, you guys really have to. I'm gonna. We're gonna keep pushing MLW this episode. Uh, we're going to start covering like major matches and everything next week. This is just a taste of. So you guys know, get on, you know, YouTube or Fight TV or if you have B in Sports, you know, and you're not watching it. Why? It, it's it's free. That's free. number one. Yep. Um, they have a huge, their first ever pay-per-view is November 22nd. Don't quote me on the exact, I know it's the end of November, is when it's coming out. So, uh, that'll be one that hopefully, uh, Can Crushers, uh, have some beer party for. That would be nice. (laughs) It'd be nice. Mark never invites us over for stuff like that. He always hogs those things. Right. Um, (laughs) other names that you guys will know, some are in our area consistently. And one being Ace Romero. Ace Romero. He's going to be at IWC. Yes. Austin Aries. Everybody knows that name. Yep. I have a problem with him. Nonetheless, we'll, we'll get to that. Brian Pillman Jr. was just at Imagine Pro Wrestling in Altoona, Pennsylvania. So these guys are making their way around. I'll let Chad do some more now. But uh, they're <laughs> making their way around this area to promote them and themselves. It's the way it's working, and it, it should just, you guys should be clinging on to this. And again, think on what we've said time and time again. Old territories, they're going around. People are starting to travel around these organizations, AEW, um, IWC, stuff like that. OVW is going to be bouncing around, Impact. People are bouncing around between them and not being locked down, and it's, honestly, it's making... For us wrestling nerds, it's making a pretty exciting time because it looks like they're going to start going back to what they were. You're never going to have a necessarily have a Flair Steamboat or Rock and Roll Express Midnight Express feud, but then again, you got to give them a chance. You got to get these guys out of the woodwork and doing their steal. And I think Vince is guaranteed money. We're going to go on a tangent for a minute. Vince is guaranteed <laughs> money is. Going to blow everything out of the water, whatever. But I think the passion and the love would, and the money that they're going to get from traveling is going to be worth more than 
here's $500,000, you're on TV for 90 days of your five-year contract and go F yourself. That's about, <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly, Vince is, uh, he's paranoid. I, there isn't anybody that can't say that he's not, and people can argue right now, oh, AEW's not a threat to WWE. If there isn't, why is he given a $500,000 contract to, you know, the good brothers, as I call them, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson? Why is he giving them a contract like that when he's used them as nothing but jobbers in the last six months? Maria and Mike Kanellis right. just got their contract extended for five years. They, they haven't been like on TV but last 000. week. Yeah, and it's like he is he is buying up the talent that he can to keep it to keep him from AEW. If that's if he doesn't if that's not him feeling threatened, I I don't know what is. And what sucks is we got some more talent that's coming out of Impact that is probably going to get sucked up into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, we were talking about this. You know, before you have we Brian Cage, you have John Johnny Nitro, Morrison. Impact, Johnny Monday Night Raw, Johnny, whatever the hell he's going to go by but again. Yeah. But. Lax. Lax, yeah, LAX. Huge, huge tag team there. So, yeah, it, it's all over the place. Uh, a couple more names we want to bring out, and these are for the old school fans. Old school fans. <laughs> and these two, I've seen some of their matches recently. And they're definitely their father. Yeah. And you uh, know where I'm going. Yeah, this one is uh, one that I grew up on and seen the heartache of the family. And I was actually stationed in Texas when some of it took place. Uh, the Von Ericks, everybody knows, um, you know, what that family's gone through. Well, Kevin's two sons, Marshall and Ross, have broken in to AEW. MLW. I'm sorry, MLW. Um, and they are taking it by storm. Um, they're a cross between Kevin, Carey, and David. If you look at them, you can see bits of all three of the boys in them. And it's just... And they've only been wrestling for a little bit too, but again, just so fluent. Everybody has that hiccup in a match every once in a while. These guys aren't going to. They're, they're going to, if they do, they're, they know how to cover it because of their heritage. Yep. They know exactly what to do next. So MLW, is, it's just another form. If you're getting sick of the same thing that we're sick of, there's <laughs> wrestling to watch, and we're going to cover it. Yep. Some of the other names that are uh, there are uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., in WWE, really didn't use him all that well. Um, now, he's his dad. He, he looks just like his dad. Um, wrestles just like him. It's just good to see these guys that weren't used in WWE. They're getting their chance and they're able to show their talent. A um, couple other ones, Jimmy Havoc, Low-Key, um, Simon, Simon Gotch, that was in the Vod Villains. Yep. He he went against, uh, he was one of the, in the tag team match against the Von Eriks at the King, Kings of Coliseum match. 
old, old school here, Colonel Rob Parker. Yeah, well, you know, they have to have some old school in there. Uh, Conan is another one that's in there. Um, and then here's one thing that I think is setting them apart a bit versus the other wrestling is their announcers. I love them, by the way. Two of my most favorite announcers. You have Jim Cornette, who one of the greatest minds, if not the greatest mind in wrestling history. Chad died. When we saw him at the Crockett Cup, Chad was kissing his feet all uh, over the place, hugging him like a child. I would have carried his tennis racket for him and his luggage if he would have had stuff with him. And he's a nice guy. You remember him in wrestling when he was first, when he was managing the Midnight Express? He was a dick. Yeah, but his persona... We, Pat Lano is... This is going to be all over the place. Um, <laughs> Pat Lano and I went to a trip a couple years ago. And he sells. He's a salesman out the ass. He sells, sells, sells. He kisses the babies. He does this. He does that. He'll tell you every story. He'll take you out to lunch, feed you. Once he crosses those ropes or gets on that apron... That's where he starts. Now he's working. And he, yep. he, the same people that he said, hey, I love you, your kid's adorable, he's pointing to and says, your kid's uglier than shit, get him out of here. That and sells. That, and that's that's the way you like it, and that's the way you, you, know, you kind of remember it, because when in the 80s and that, we didn't have the access to the wrestlers the way you do, and you didn't get to see them, so you're like always thinking, these, man, these guys are... The faces were great, and you loved them, and everything. And then the heels were dicks. I mean, it was that. It was that simple. Um, and he play he plays a part, but again, he's a, he's honestly a nice guy. He does a lot of uh, work for um, or a lot of donations and getting stuff for uh, different cancer yeah. societies for children and everything like that. Um, the stuff that he sells off of his website. A percentage of everything that he sells, you know, goes. So he's kind of, he's a very chill dude. Yeah, he, he really is. Uh, Matt Stryker is another one. You guys remember him? He was, I don't know, he was a teacher. He was a this, he was a that. He was thrown against the wall in the WWE and not used. Uh, recently, again, a couple years ago, he did a stint with IWC for a little bit. So he was around our area. And he's knowledgeable. He yeah. really is. And he was, he, unfortunately, when he was in WWE, it wasn't his time. There was a lot of other talent that was that much better. And I think that's why he didn't get the break, the push that he really did, because there was so much talent coming through there that he was just overlooked. And the third one, um, this is, this is my bring it back to being little Mark, um, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone is one of my favorites. They did everything on the cuff at NWA, TBS 605. He's the reason why I bought the TBS 605 t-shirt when we went down to the Crockett Cup. He he is just great. He really is. He's known as, and Jim Ross, who greatest announcer that there's ever been in wrestling, has said that, you know, as far as adapting... And that to changes, you know, last-minute changes, whether it be in the match or action or injuries or storylines or stuff like that. Jim Ross has said Tony Schiavone is the best in the business 
at that. And that's a hell of a compliment coming from JR. Yeah, that's a hell of an accolade. That's awesome. So next week we'll dive in on some matches. We'll uh, cover whatever comes out after this week of the Coliseum. We'll talk about them. Weekly, they usually have three or four matches on their show, kind of like OVW does, three or four matches. We'll dive into those and uh, tell you what's going on. This is you guys' week to go find MLW and watch it. I know you guys are busy. We're busy. It's an hour. Instead of cutting your grass, watch some wrestling. Yeah, that'll work too. <laughs> Something to remember throw out there real quick before we get out of here on this. They have 52 weeks a year. They air 52 weeks a year. No repeats. No repeated segments. Stuff like that. So you're going to get a fresh batch every week. You're not going to get half of your time is going to be from the, you know, from the previous night's show or the previous week's show. They just don't. They're showcasing the talent, and that's that's their job. Yeah. Uh, feuds, not feuds. Yeah, some feuds to watch. And then uh, I, I wanted to say the word um, stables is what I'm looking for. Uh, my favorite stable in this MLW is the Dynasty. Yes. Uh, well, uh, MJF's in it, first of all. Yep. And he is joined of all... Uh, <laughs> Of all factions, if you want to throw that one out, yeah, too. Right. That's a better uh, word than stable. All right. Um, he's going to be wrestling with the Hearts in the feud that they are developing against the Von Erich boys. And this is something that even Kevin has been quoted on that he can't wait to see because of the family's history, everybody that's tied up in into the feud and everything like that. And... Again, with the you know Von Erich history, what happened in that? Kevin got away from wrestling, moved to Hawaii, and everything, and he's coming because he's excited for this with his boys. He's coming back to the mainland a lot and attending a lot of these things and a backstage presence. And you can't ask for you know much more than the knowledge that he has about the wrestling business. Yeah, so Kevin Von Erich in your back pocket for MLW. Um, Chad, anything else you want to say this week about MLW? Nope. Nope. I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> we're good this week. His, his notes are good to go, guys. After this quick word from Collar and Elbow, we'll wrap this up. Do a little bit extreme rules garbage tip. Yeah, this has been all over the place. Wrestling. A love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Randall Floyd, the three-time, three-time Ohio Valley Wrestling Television Champion. And you, you right now are listening to the Can Crushers Podcast. Mark, it's my favorite time. Mark! Mark! What? Mark, it's my favorite time. Let's go through the stick. Let's go through the stick. Let's go. You want? Listen, he's not that mad at you. All right. He is that mad at you. But let's go through the stick. We can't go through the stick yet. Let's go through the stick. We can't go through the stick yet. Why? Because we didn't bet beers. It's back uh, to betting beers. Yeah, I forgot. Quick. Quick. Winners. Uh, just, yeah. I'm going to go through this. Extreme rules. Seth and Becky versus Corbin and Lacey. Seth and Becky. We're both going that one. Kofi Joe. Kofi Joe. I'm going Kofi. I'm going Joe. Ooh. Roman and Taker versus Shane and Drew. I don't care. I'm going Roman and Taker. Yeah, I, me too. Because why? Right. AJ versus Ricochet. Ricochet doesn't lose it yet, but he gets his ass beat. Oh, beat again. Yeah. So you're going with Ricochet as a winner then? Yes. I like that idea. Braun versus Bob. Last man standing. Last man standing. Braun wins. Well, of course he's. But I don't know, man. I hate to go against Braun, but I'm going to. Because he's hurt right now. Bailey against Alexa and Nikki. Bailey gets the win, and this is where my prediction comes in. Sasha comes back and makes the save. Oh. Setting up for her to turn on Bailey, or Bailey turn on her, and there's your SummerSlam match. Fist and fit. No flips, just fists, or Uso Penitentiary. It better be the Revival. Mark wants the Revival. I'm going with Usos For another championship? Yep. The Planet Champs. Stakes and weights, baby! Stakes and weights! New Day! You got New Day. I'm going New Day because if it would pan out, they would be holders of all the titles. I'm keeping the Planet Champs. Okay. Even though I do think heavy machinery deserves it. Aleister Black versus Cesaro. Black. Oh. Black's making a big return. He's winning. He needs He needs it. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese. Uh, Tony Nese. Tony Nese is your champ right now, right? No, Gulak is. Oh. Well, I think Gulak retains. Finns versus Shinsuke Nakamura. They've both been on the back burner so much. I don't think Shinsuke gets a title again because it didn't go over well last time, so Finn keeps it. Finn keeps it. Tears on the line, and we'll see what happens. That was quick. All right, let's do our stick now, Mark. All right. Uh, Pro Printing and Office LLC, 814-834-3006. Call Dave All for all your printing needs. Collar and elbow hats, hoodies, sweats, tees, all your fan apparel for your wrestling needs. Type in OVW for 10% off when you check out. At CanCrusher69 is where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. CanCrusher69 at gmail.com for all your questions that we will answer. HTTPS colon backsplash backslash can't backsplash CanCrusher69.wixsite.com backsplash CanCrusher. I knew you weren't going to make it the whole way through. I stuttered. Alexa Boxcast, Overcast, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcast, iTunes, Bullhorn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and on the WrestlePost app. Oh, wonder how you knew that one. Um, there's a lot of wrestling this weekend. July 13th, Shamrock Cup 19. 
This is where you and Pat will be. Yes, we will be there. Nick Aldis will be there defending his NWA championship. We'll give a recap of this along with maybe something else on Sunday. Uh, Scarlett. Badeh. Because he loves saying it. We'll also be there. Maybe we'll throw some pictures up and uh, see what else is going on. This is at the NMCW arena. Not the meow. Not the meow. Right? Arena. Also this week. And we'll have coverage of this. Because Soup's going to be there. Correspondent Soup. Threat level midnight. And Elizabeth, it's IWC. No Sean Spears. No, because he's on the AEW card. Ah, he's got moved to the August show. Going to be there in August. Now. Um, is it this one? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, also, this Saturday night, as we talked about, it is AEW Fight for the Fallen. Um, get online, check out the card. That's on Bleacher Report. Also, this Saturday is Evolve, just because Vince McMahon wants to get some viewers away from AEW. So he's partnering with Evolve for their 10th anniversary show. And you will see this guy, Adam... Adam Cole, baby! We'll be on the show. Fantastic. Right. That was a horrible setup by you. Well, but I was in the middle of spitting out my chew. Then. Uh, July 19th, Iron City Homecoming, Monroeville, PA. Building a badass gun. Uh, Chrissy Hemme, Pillman Jr., Funaki. Corey Gray. I think I'm going to go to this just so I can punch Corey Gray's right in the mouth. You said that last week. I really, I still don't like, well, guess what? My feelings haven't changed at all for Corey Gray's. Sam Adonis, which is his brother, and the King Jerry Lawler. And then, holy cow, there's a lot of flipping going on over here. Rolling thunder and pouring rain. On July 20th. Imagine wrestling in Jerome, PA. Animal from the LOD pull oh, What a rush! And Manny Fernandez, our homie. Man Dog. Man Dog. And Jaden, the heartthrob roller Jayden from OB Dubs. And then. The big one. The big one that we will continue to talk about, even and when we don't have anything to talk about, because we're giving tickets away. We're giving them away. To God tickets. Stomp Out Cancer 3, Stronghold Arena, Lamont Furnace, PA. There will be a Bullet Club member there. You know what Mark doesn't have on this? A date. Uh, August 16th. August 16th, he thinks. I know. I, I did. But he didn't write it down. Did I really? What? You know, I'm like. I'm like. Yeah. August 16th. Why? Like Anchorman, man. I can't do this without the teleprompter. It was written Most last of the time, week. Who erased the pen, Mark? Maybe. Miggy, don't blame everything on the dog. Well, speaking of which, Miggy's got a haircut appointment here, real quick. Yeah, we gotta go. Well, but first, we gotta do. Well, shut up and listen to music. Trash day, I'm taking you out. It's trash day, I'm taking you back. I like that song. Um, do you have a That's garbage? not the song that gets played. I know, I like that song too. <laughs> so you don't like the garbage, 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 garbage. No, I like.
like the trash days. I like the opening But that's song. our theme. I know, but... It, what, we what, can't uh, play it twice. We can play it as many times as we want. Well, how come we don't play it at the end? Because we're, we're... Because we played we the, the, the compactor. compactor running. Right. Oh, the compactor. Getting out of... Oh, The compactor God. like the heavy machinery. Yeah. I'm stalling right now because guess what I don't have? You don't have a garbage tip. I no, had we last had, week's. We had a garbage tip. And then I forgot what it was going to be. You also had another good song that you were going to sing instead of Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And you shit the bed on that. And then you wrote that five seconds before I wrote, I hit the record button. You know what made me think of this is because I remembered how tired you were this morning after the All-Star Game. And it was it's All-Star Week on baseball. So it, there you go. Like, it is. And that's your only so saving Take Me Out to the Ball Game was the best the idea. The ball what? The ball game was the best idea I had. It was your only And it idea. was quick. See how long? I got in here at 1.05 and I wrote it by 1.06. Bullshit. I was, I'm fantastic. It's hard being this good. I still don't have a garbage tip. You have not thought because you can't think and talk. No, I can't. Some people can't chew gum and walk at the same time. You can't think and talk. No, I don't I don't really have a garbage tip. We've how about a lot of glass of, in your bags? We've already done that. We've already done don't throw dog shit on top of your bag. Nobody We've li- also put I don't a- know if you know this, but nobody listens to the garbage tip part. We also put don't we not t- tie your bags. Don't we- drop that. Dun, dun, dun. Don't not tie your bags. By the way, that's going to be a correction. That's a double that. entendre. You can't right. do that. I mean, and every box is wet. We've Ooh. done that a couple times. It doesn't matter. This is just... We haven't seen a wet box in forever. This is just... To keep going. It's so humid out and Remind people that these are the things that we're looking for <laughs> when we're picking these up. These are a few of our least favorite things. So, what did I... Oh, glass and bags. Yeah, don't put... Don't break your glass in the bags. And don't put them in a cardboard box before it rains. Because guess what? That's going to rip. Just don't put glass out. No, you got to put glass somewhere. At least walking on, walking on broken glass. If you're going to put glass out, label your can says, hey, glass is in here. Label the bag that says, hey, there's glass in here. Oh, because when we do hear glass, we also make the stone cold thing every time. Every time glass breaks, stone cold comes to the truck. Yeah, so if you hear, oh, hell yeah, when we're on the back of the garbage track, have no fear, glass is breaking. You're putting different vowels into each word. I can't talk. It's not a garbage track. It's garbage a garbage truck. 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 Remember, Paul, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's called a garbage can, Mark, not a garbage cannot. Guys, enjoy wrestling this weekend. This is a big... All sorts of wrestling! Check your WrestlePost app for stuff. WrestlePost app, call us because I've just promoted your app a thousand times. You owe us, like, a beer or something. A beer. Lots of wrestling. Enjoy. (laughs) 